This is The Thomas Guide, your roadmap for navigating the world. With your guide, John Thomas, political savant, world-class analyst, and culture critic. No need to Google directions. Just buckle up and enjoy the ride. This is The Thomas Guide with your host, John Thomas. Welcome back to this Thursday's episode of The Thomas Guide. I'm John Thomas. Thanks again for being with us. The breaking news tonight that I've got to get into is Joe Biden has done a shocking reversal. Actually, it's not that shocking, but we'll get into that. But most importantly, the significance of what he did tonight at a speech in Georgia is that I can officially proclaim that moderation in the Democratic Party is completely dead as of tonight. All that more in this episode of The Thomas Guide. So Joe Biden, up until tonight, had been going on Twitter and had made public statements where he affirmed his support of the Hyde Amendment, uh, which is essentially saying that the taxpayers don't shouldn't be funding abortions. Uh, and Biden has had quite a storied history with the Hyde Amendment. It is this was one of the things where Biden on was thought to be more center-ish, more moderate, opposed to the left wing of his party, which is all abortions all the time, late third trimester abortions, uh, what you're seeing in extreme cases like the city of New York passed the rule where you can abort a baby all the way until it breaches uh, the birth canal in Virginia, where the blackface wearing, allegedly, Governor Ralph Northam said on a radio interview a few months ago that even after a baby is born, you can make they will make it comfortable, and then a mother can decide to revoke the baby's life even post birth. Um, the left can't seem to get enough abortions. Um, and it's definitely different than where Biden was on this issue until tonight. He was speaking at a gala in Atlanta, Georgia, and he was speaking about on prompter. And then what he said was fairly shocking and not because of what he said, but what it meant that he, the pressure that it meant he felt that he was buckling to from the ultra left of his party. And it caused uh, an NBC News correspondent to put out a tweet, a report in the news saying Biden says that in an environment where women's health is under assault, especially in GOP-led states, he can, quote, no longer support an amendment, the Hyde Amendment, that cuts off funding, as in Hyde. Um, this is significant. And then he went back to his prompter and kept going on and on and on. There's a couple reasons this is significant. First... This is by Biden did not want to change his position on this, but he felt that in order to get through a primary, if he does not, if he is not super left on every issue that he will get filleted by his own primary voters and not make it through. So this is significant just from the standpoint that Biden went into this race and I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm going to say it a thousand times until it happens, and I'm going to tell you how right I was, which is I don't think Biden's going to survive this primary. 
Um, I think he's destined to fail, but he went in thinking his lane was center left. That's what he thought his lane was, but he's finding that he cannot survive. He cannot stand the scrutiny that there's not a big enough lane in his imagine in his strategic calculations for a left of center Democrat. That is stunning that he was forced to take this position. And we just saw something that he got in trouble for. We talked about it on Tuesday night's podcast, which is he got caught again for plagiarism when he rolled out his climate change plan. And the thing he was, several of the passages that he was plagiarizing were straight out of the ultra extreme progressive Green New Deal copy, the AOC Green New Deal. Um, That in itself to me was fairly shocking that he attacked so hard to the left on an issue like the Green New Deal. And now on the issue of abortion and the Hyde Amendment, um, it is stunning. And I think it's safe to say that I can proclaim that moderation in the Democratic Party is dead. It's dead. That there is no room for a sensible approach to the federal government in the nationwide Democratic politics. The intensity from the left is too hot. Biden clearly couldn't stand not just the Twitter pushback on him supporting the Hyde Amendment, uh, but he, uh, I mean, he folded like a lawn chair. He was, as of Yesterday, he went on the record again supporting the Hyde Amendment, okay? This was not something where he was going to roll out and say, I've given it lots of thought. Let me go through historically Biden's relationship with the Hyde Amendment and what it's going to portray to you is that Biden actually has been decently consistent since 1976 on supporting the Hyde Amendment. Let me go through first. The, let's, this History is important in this process. In 1976, Biden voted for the Hyde Amendment, which is, I've said, it's a law banning federal funds to pay for abortion. In 1981, the, quote, Biden Amendment, end quote, uh, to the Foreign Assistance Act banned any American aid from being used in research to abortions. In 1984, Biden supported the Mexico City policy, which bans federal funding for private organizations that provide abortion, advocate to decriminalize abortion, or expand abortion services. Seems decently reasonable. 1993, Biden votes again to save the Hyde Amendment. He's been very consistent. In 1995, 1997, Biden voted for a partial birth abortion voted for partial birth abortion bans that were eventually vetoed by Bill Clinton. As of June 5th, 2019, which is yesterday, Joe Biden continues his 40-plus year support for the Hyde Amendment. June 6th, tonight. Actually, it was earlier today. Twitter pushback began... Uh, heavily against Biden and his support for the Hyde Amendment. And tonight, Biden caves, drops a 40-year position to appease the ultra-progressive wing of his party. Now he supports taxpayer-funded abortions from conception to crowning. 
this is a serious problem. It's it's a problem, I think, for our politics, but it also shows you how far left the Democratic Party has moved. That even a figure as big as Joe Biden cannot, is not, entitled to differing views on abortion and life. That that has become a litmus test in democratic politics. I don't know of any of the 21 plus democratic primary candidates that are pro-life or even soft pro-choice. It is, um, it has gotten to that point on most of the social issues. It is, and it's getting to that point where the intensity and the fire on economic issues is having government control the means of production, having government control every, basically every element of your life. And as we're seeing, the next logical way to way this evolves is where the government will continue will pick the winners and losers in business, and then the government will censor speech that they don't like. I mean, that's just because they want to control how we act. That's where this is all going. Because I'll never forget, I'm not going to use her name on this podcast, but I, a, a good friend of mine who's a Democrat, yes, I do have Democratic friends, said that when she became politically engaged and aware, she woke up and realized, oh my gosh, I need to be a good person, and she registered Democrat. And that, to me, encapsulates the the messaging of the Democratic Party that if you are not a Democrat, you are a bad person. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. Um, pick your poison. But if, essentially, you are morally a bad person. If you don't believe that you need to propel people of color, even if they don't have the merit to warrant it in that instance, you're a bad person. Uh, that it's okay to reverse discriminate because white privilege is real and that's essentially the only way that people, white people, Caucasian people have succeeded because of their white privilege. And to counterbalance that, and if you want to be a good person, um, let us and the Democrats tell you how to live your life and make your choices for you. That's essentially it. And so anyway, this this Hyde Amendment tack to the left to me is the the tipping point where I can now definitively say that moderation in the Democratic Party is dead and Joe Biden is getting just a taste of it. He is going to get filleted by the candidates on the field and the aggressive activists in the Democratic Party because, yes, abortion's a hot topic, but they can do this a thousand ways to Sunday on Joe Biden's record over time. And I just don't see how he stands the scrutiny when his handlers start letting him appear in public because you know what they're doing right now is anytime he speaks, it is in a controlled room with no questions that he has doesn't really have the ability to draw a crowd and he can't just let random people in it. So they choose purposely small venues so that it looks like it's a packed house 
uh, that he couldn't fill a room like Buttigieg or Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. He he couldn't, or a stadium, he couldn't do that. Uh, but eventually they're going to have to loosen the reins. They're going to have to let their guy out. And when that does happen, he's in deep trouble. Not just because he is a gaffe machine, which he is, but because he can't defend the indefensible without just retreating, 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 and giving his opponents and the activists of his party a narrative basically to say, we can't go backwards. We have to go forwards. And Joe Biden is going backwards. You know, in a weird way, if Biden were to get the nomination, which I don't think he will, but if he were, I think Trump could paint Sleepy Joe as an establishment figure who represents yesteryear and that Trump is the change candidate and Trump is the candidate that takes us forward as a nation. I could see that happening because Biden has been around for so long and taken so many positions that are just simply out of the mainstream. Boy, I'd be a fun stack up to watch. I don't think we're ever going to get to see it because I don't think he's going to get out of the primary. But uh, that would be that would be fun. Uh, so that's the big issue I wanted to get into tonight because it was breaking. Moderation is dead. Uh, the the heat and intensity of the Democratic Party is on the far left. It's only going to ramp up. Primaries do typically reward the more extremes of their party. But the big, the bold leaders, the people with lots of name ID and lots of money can resist tacking super hard in either direction. But the progressivism and the extreme democratic socialism, as they're, as they're branding it, is not just in the fringe of their party. It is in the mainstream of their party. And so not even a Joe Biden can resist caving, abandoning a 40-year-long position that fast. And I don't think that's the first thing he's going to cave on. So this is going to be fun to watch as the cycle evolves. But that's my hot take for tonight. Thank you so much again for listening to this episode of The Thomas Guide. I'm John Thomas. Please uh, share these podcasts, follow our feed uh, tweet about it, email your friends. You can find me on Twitter at the Thomas Guide. That's at the Thomas Guide. You can find me on Facebook at that's John Thomas Political Strategist. And we're getting our fancy schmancy new website all up and running. And we'll send out email email alerts, and you can go there. Uh, as soon as that's up up and running, we'll get that all announced. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Thomas Guide.